All your training has brought you to this moment. Remember, if you win, you don't just get a trophy. You get the glory. And you get to know forever that you are a champion. I have had students with all the talent in the world squander their moment. Do not let history repeat itself. Do not let your emotions cloud your judgment. And above all, do not let anything stand in the way of your victory. Just to be clear, that's not a pep talk. That's an order. And we're all going to follow Sensei Kreese's orders today, aren't we? Yes, Sensei! Aren't we? Yes, Sensei! Let's go win this! Welcome to No Mercy, a Cobra Kai kickback. My name is Jacob Burrows, and I represent Crunch Karate, meaning that I don't get an introduction. <laughs> My name is Jim Scampoli, and I represent Cobra Kai because I have no problem jump kicking a kid half of my size right in the face. Damn so straight. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, we are here to discuss Cobra Kai Season 4, Episode 9, the quote, The Fall. Uh, directed by Joss Heald, one of the co-creators of the show, and written by Michael Jonathan Smith, who I believe we talked about before because he wrote, oh, episode three uh, of this season, Then Learn Fly. Oh, right. Interesting. Um, so I, 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 I alluded to it. We'll get right into it. This episode just starts the tournament. It's episode nine. It's not episode 10, but it's uh, episode nine. Yeah. And we're starting the tournament. And I just loved that there are additional dojos that don't get an introduction. Like there's this like, elaborate thing about the three main character dojos, but then there's Locust Valley, X-Tree, uh, martial arts, maybe it's extreme, Topanga Karate, Rising Star Karate, Crunch Karate, and More Park Karate, and they don't get this long, like, you know them, you yeah, love them. Yeah. But Eagle <laughs> Fang gets that, even though they're new. Yeah. Um, new on the scene. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we just cut around it. It's not a criticism. I was just like, wait, are the because I was genuinely like, are these the only three dojos in the valley? That would kind of make sense, I guess, like supply and demand, but no, there's loads of them. Uh, yeah. They just aren't part of the story, so they don't get this treatment <laughs> yeah i also did a quick pause on the uh the boards there to see what the other ones were nothing really like jumped out at me because i was I, I would assume and maybe i'm just missing them but i would assume maybe there'd be some references or something in there uh but uh nothing jumped out at me so i was like ah eh. but you're right to call it crunch karate <laughs> good for them it's crunch karate with a k um i feel like all all-star karate i feel like i may have heard it uh before whether that's they are in season one so uh duh, 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 duh. i'm just finding i yeah, forget i remember someone lost looked... to robbie uh someone someone lost to robbie in the quarterfinals who was in uh, all-star karate but that's it maybe was that also when the the that was like the guy who was like flipping and jumping around like the, uh, from season one the guy in blue I, I forget that could be it yeah and there was i'm trying to remember when miguel was in his coma in his what was the yeah what was the name of the dojo then i forget yeah i remember we looked we did discuss it but i, I don't forget it. i forget it offhand 
Either way, we start on the blue mat. It's fucking happening. Uh, mm. Like, we do the big introduction. The crowd is pumped. And, like, it seems like this when you're really like, wow, karate really is the fucking Super Bowl. Like, this is the Super Bowl. <laughs> and it's the All-Valley yeah. all Under-18 tournament is the biggest event of the year. Like, there, no one even mentions, like, hey, should we go check out these adult professional karate competitions, you know, because we're big fans of karate. No, this is the Super Bowl. This is all you care about. Uh, you get an intro to the three main dojos with a montage and everything. You gotta love a montage. And, yeah, it's fucking all about to uh, kick off. And I, I love the energy that our presenter brings to it. Now, are they specifying under 18 these days? Just so oh, we're not sorry. like... Yeah, no, I, I think I'm... Yeah, I, I think I'm um, wrong there. It's the All-Valley Sport... 51st All-Valley Karate Championship is what it says on the But screen. they do... The, the announcer does say under 18. So you're, you're oh, not... Okay. Like, they do specify... Okay. But do you think they do that just so they're like, why isn't John? So like the audience isn't like, why isn't Johnny in the tournament? Why isn't Daniel back in the tournament? Because I don't think the movie, Karate Kid movie, doesn't really specify that. Because when you're watching the Karate Kid movie, you never in a million years thought, hey, why aren't guys in their 50s? Uh, uh, why aren't we seeing them in the tournament facing off with Daniel? You clearly are like, well, yeah, this is the thing for kids. Yeah, I we talked about this before, right? When was it? When? Did we start calling it the under eighteen tournament? Yeah, but it I more, think we have yeah, I, it more just makes me wonder where, like, that's you're still, uh, you're still probably going to be into if you're really into karate when you're seventeen, you're probably going to be into it when you're eighteen. And where do you go? Because yeah. this is where it's at, you know. Um, but either way, straight from the start of the episode, the announcer ends his speech by saying it's karate time. And so it is. Uh, we get a few different pep talks, but yeah. He kind of looks into the lens when he does it, and I didn't like that. Not to, I mean, I'm, I'm going to nitpick things here, but it's almost like he breaks the fourth wall, and he's like looking at us like, it's karate time. And yeah. uh, I, I do want to say my overall thoughts in this episode as a whole, I don't know if you watch a lot of uh, sports or boxing or UFC or anything like that, but this episode is very much just the pre-show. Like when you ever, mm. or even like the Super Bowl or something like that, you have to sit there for like two hours for through a pre-show where it's more kind of a bunch of whatever. And that's kind of what this is. It's not like a bad episode, but when it's episode nine and they're already at the tournament, it's like, okay, either they're Game of thrones it right now and we're going to have the tournament and it's something's going to happen and we're going to have to deal with the fallout of that before the season's over. Or we're just going to kind of get a lot of weird buildup stuff. And then the actual like important part of the tournament is going to be in the next episode. Yes, I feel the same way on a rewatch. Starting the tournament in episode nine makes sense. We've been building to it for such a long time. There's probably going to be a lot going on. Uh, you can't pack it all into one episode plus have a good solution or a final resting spot for all of the storylines but there are a couple of things that make it feel a bit padded here uh like Montages. the skills competition um sorry what did you say well even just the whole intro montage like it's yeah. cool but it definitely feels like padding because yeah we like you had mentioned and in, in, even in the world of the tournament itself we have these huge introductions for just so happens to be the dojos we're following and we get to have the montage of seeing 
Like, remember, don't you remember Sam's in Miyagi-Do and Eli's in Miyagi-Do? And then we get to get a little highlight reel of Cobra Kai as well as they come out. And then, of course, our our boys and girl over at Eagle Fang. Yeah, and I'm not saying they should have done this, but it almost would have been an interesting way to broaden the world a bit if it was that. and Or it would kind of have been a... Jo- a good joke if they did that and then he started doing that for crunch karate as well (laughs) and i would have loved if we got a montage of characters who have never appeared in the show doing all their training and preparing for this and then we kind of see daniel and johnny looking at each other like or like looking at their watches and then the (laughs) next uh, dojo they start introing them as well and then it just cuts to later Uh, (laughs) like that would have been a funny joke uh, because then you still could have had the build-up of like showing the background but then kind of puncture it a little bit as well and go like also these three dojos have been living in this world where this is all that matters and their rivalry is the main thing and there are actually other dojos out here yes we all agree karate is the most important but like the world is broader than your immediate story uh would have been an interesting move yeah absolutely i agree uh but then yeah we get our uh kind of the the rally speeches between Daniel and Johnny, and they're kind of linking together, but we're also seeing the differences and uh, how they pump up their team. You know, they're so alike, but yet still very different. And then, of course, we have Miguel and Sam are kind of stealing glances at each other because where we la- last left them wasn't great after the prom. And then we have kind of a like extra boneheaded mo- moment here from Johnny which I guess I get, I understand that Johnny obviously probably doesn't remember the the interaction they had, but I maybe I'm wrong. I think that Johnny doesn't Johnny still like understand that there's like a rift between him and Miguel, even if he doesn't specifically remember. But he what, just uh, what moment are you, do you mean is the boneheaded moment where he's like, ah, I know you're still worried about Sam, but come on, get in the game. I know it's been bugging you, man. You and Sam, bro, but like, come on, we're doing karate now. I mean, there's even more bonehead moments later, but that's one of them. Yeah, no, he definitely blacked out and that's all wiped from his uh, memory. So like when you said boneheaded, I thought he was going to be like, they're calculating our points on a computer. What is this? Uh Because there's a lot of that uh, usually not here. But yeah, no, I I think I think it makes sense from his perspective. Like, I think he just doesn't get it. He's just not paying attention um, to to the things he should be paying attention to uh, at this point. Yeah, no, Um, that's yeah. And I, and then we also have the the Cobra Kai speech that you heard from the intro. It's an order. Go out there. And then we get to the skills competition, which was going to be the thing I was going to mention as a thing that uh, is a bit padded because the skills competition has no story attached to it. Uh, yeah. it I think, it, you know, it's there in part to give the non-champion characters something semi-cool to do. And look, I love a sports movie and the structure of any build up to that. Even one that was about, I think, uh, you know, skills and whatever, that could also have an interesting build up to these moments. You could have scenes where Bert or whoever is like really trying to hit a thing really high up for episodes and episodes, stuff like that. Um, mm. But we don't really have that. We just like, It was just announced that there would be a skills competition. And then we saw people, you know, with weapons at various points. Um, and this is kind of just a montage, what we get, which is fine. Um, I guess the one exception is Hawk 
failing his big high kick because that is part yeah. of his arc. Um, but yeah, like basically after this long skills bit, it it shows. I think it shows Eagle Fang and um, and Miyagi Do, and they're doing okay. And then they show Cobra Kai doing really well. Uh, and then after the montage, they they say, "I can't believe Cobra Kai beat us in skills." And I just had the thought that like structurally, you could have cut directly to that. Like there wouldn't have yes. been a difference in the story, you know. And I didn't. I'm not saying I minded it, but just given that we have. Uh, a limited amount of time to tell the story and there's different parts of it where we're like it would have been great to see more of this or that this skills competition is just kind of there to cook the books to set the stakes for the fights that are coming up you know there are no inherent yeah. stakes here well and you're right all all it would have take like because we see dimitri with the commas which we've never i mean maybe i missed it but i don't remember ever seeing him pick up a like a weapon like that before and yeah. even if it was just a couple small things of him being like, hey, you know, Mr. LaRusso, what are these? Oh, Dimitri, those are commas. They're much like in Game of Thrones when blah, 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 <laughs> whatever. And then a couple times of him trying it and not doing good. And then all of a sudden, yeah, we could see a quick slow motion like we see now where he flips it and catches it, even if it's a small victory. Because, yeah, these montages don't really have anything to latch on to. Um, outside of, like you said, giving a couple moments to people that are not champions that we follow. But then also, we didn't see them in the skills competition as well. Uh, so it kind of pushes even those people back under the rug a bit. Uh, and you're right, there's a quick... Like, the montage ends at first, and Cobra Kai's not doing well, and Eagle Fang and Miyagi-Do are doing well. And then we do another montage where they kind of mess up and then Cobra Kai's kicking ass again. So yeah, you, you could have just kind of went right to that. Yeah, and talking about it, I almost feel like I would guess there might be some scenes like that on the cutting room floor. That's and maybe, true. Like, maybe there was that scene and it was like, uh, the pace of this episode is not that great. It actually flows better if we just take this out. It doesn't add anything. And the Very montage cool. still kind of works for that, but it just yeah. means that this bit here doesn't really have that much of an emotional uh wait it's just kind of like our characters doing karate shit and honestly the person who does shine the most here in my opinion is robbie because the intensity he brings i'm like this guy's kicking ass this guy rules and yeah. i don't know if it's on purpose or not but i feel like i mean we've seen him have this kind of haircut before but i feel like he's he's uh giving off crease more crease vibes than i've ever noticed because it feels like his hair is a little bigger and you know it's kind of combed up high uh, it just reminds me of the young crease, even though he does state himself. It's not like he's trying to do that, but he's still giving those vibes. Yeah, for sure. And another point, I have to assume that they have music playing similar to the actual montage music, because if this is in dead silence and the crowd just bursts into cheers after the performances, like we see them do in the montage, like the way they're cheering is Oh, like it is excessive where <laughs> what we actually just saw before then is someone going Argh! and i have to assume it's like dun 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 because you would yeah. do that if this was a show because you have to keep it yeah. interesting for sure yeah <laughs> um, um yeah spin in size tori's got a sword i mean i get like you're like you said it still does work as a montage it's still kind of fun to see them doing karate we love karate that's why we love this show but uh, I just 
I think we're just saying we wish there's a little bit more to kind of latch on to to invest in for the montage to make it feel a little bit more impactful. And more than likely, there probably was and it's a deleted scene. Yeah. And then there's Carrie Underwood. Um, What's going on here, Jim? (laughs) Dude, I mean, I, I get it. She's doing she's doing a song that's from the end credits of Karate Kid. Uh, the moment of truth by survivor yeah but like it literally is when i just try to like read up on it all the articles are like carrie underwood tweeted one day that she was watching cobra kai and she liked it and so it's literally was just like that kind of happened and the creators are like oh shit she liked it like let's get her on the show it just uh, it's not it's not a great moment for me uh personally maybe it's because i'm not a carrie underwood fan it's fun how it goes into the montage, I guess, like because we get into another montage. Uh, but yeah, I don't love this thing. And they're they're trying to have this arc with the the people that set up the the <laughs> tournament. Because yeah. even then, I'm like, who are they talking? Like, I forget. Like, even though I I watch the show all the time, I discuss it, and they're like, yeah, we gotta. I'm gonna vote no confidence for him, and but. It's like, oh, yeah, because he said he was going to get Louis Anderson and he didn't. But now he got Carrie Underwood. But I don't know. It's overall a pretty <laughs> flat like thing to happen here when we're this late in the season. I was just like, who who dis? Who, who's <laughs> Carrie Underwood? And I had to Google it. It's like she won American Idol. And I was like, does she have a connection to the karate verse? And I was like, nope. she's like 30 something. Like she literally could not have been in these films or in any capacity. Um, but yeah, so she sings the song, uh, which is a good connection. And I think the montage works pretty well. And it has that 80s feel that we're all jonesing for. Um, but yeah, it's just, I think it's just two two montages in a row, basically. And this one is kind of in-universe. And both of them are kind of set up in that the first one has the announcer looking at the camera. And then this one has uh, Carrie Underwood like showing up and everyone's freaking out. Mm. And I'm like, yeah. usually when you have a guest star, yeah, you'll have the crowd freaking out because they're on your show and you want it to like be a big thing or whatever. But I don't know who this is. Um, so it doesn't seem like super karate related, whatever. Uh, it's fine. Um, I just took it as here's some music. But I think because it was two montages in a row, I started feeling like, okay, uh, don't don't know what's going on here. Um, but at least during this montage, we get into the actual tournament uh, mm. and separate the wheat from the chaff, as they say, um, yep. and kind of get up towards not quite a right. Yeah, we get to the semifinals basically by the end of this. End of this, I think. Yeah, or like the quarterfinals. The quarter, yes, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're just seeing a little small victories for everyone. We're seeing the debate girl doing well. Uh, we see Bert kind of get a point on a big tall guy who then kicks his ass, which is always <laughs> fun. Uh, and then I think we then we have what like another small update as well, or maybe not yet, where uh, Rob uh, Johnny has to be like, do we still have a thing in this? Uh, but I think that's not until something else happens oh so yeah debate girl different. throughout the episode is feeding johnny the numbers yeah. crunching the numbers on do we actually have a chance which you know fills a function for us as well because they've complicated everything it's not about who wins it's about the overall score and all of that so we got to keep track of that um also by the end of this montage we have uh daniel seeing how uh how basically Cobra Kai are fighting with some Miyagi-Do moves. Mm. Um, 
as well. And Which I guess I forgot. Like, yeah, I guess I forgot that Daniel didn't know that was happening. But like, didn't I like Sam? Didn't Sam or like people knew this was happening? But I guess maybe Daniel and Johnny didn't know this was happening. Yeah, I don't remember the specifics of that exactly. Yeah. But I think I think you're right in that there it was kind of generally known, but seeing it firsthand, I guess, is a different thing. Initially, because I'm like, yeah, and it's no working shit, as well. I'm like, Daniel, have you not been paying attention the past eight episodes? Like, yes, well, that's no. the whole thing. <laughs> He's been paying attention to to Anthony uh, and his bullying, and yeah, basically just fighting with uh, with Johnny until about middle of the season. So, well, but he, and here's the thing: if I can also nitpick a little bit here, now it wouldn't be like us. Exactly. I mean, don't take this the wrong way because I love this whole idea of, you know, Cobra Kai learning Miyagi-Do, but for nefarious purposes because they're still evil and they're not like taking anything away from it. I love the idea of Johnny learning Miyagi-Do and just the fact that it opens him up to be a better person in a, in a, in a way and similar to Daniel learning Cobra Kai. But it starts to get so murky, and I know I'm jumping ahead a little bit, when Sam apparently, instead of instead of just blocking all the time, like the fact that she does a kick or something, that Daniel's like, whoa, what is going on the here? right way? <laughs> and then, yeah, I don't really understand what he means when he's like, you didn't win. Because if she had done something dirty, I would maybe see. Like, if she did something a little weird, like, I don't know, like the sweep the leg type thing, like if if there's a weird weakness that she didn't need to go for, then she did. I could totally see Daniel being like, that wasn't the right way. But all she did is instead of waiting, she just fought back. And I get Miyagi-Do is about defense and you don't have to fight, but this is a fucking tournament. This is not like you're going up to someone and just starting to fight them for no reason. Everyone's on the same base level where you understand we're fighting. So I'm really confused. It reminds me of Kreese being like, what do you mean everyone has a weakness? Like Daniel has to be like, you know, that wasn't the right way to do it. So, but that's just my initial read here in this episode. Um, in defense, not necessarily of Daniel, but I, I think it makes sense to an extent because the the where where he's at is he's seeing Miyagi Do moves being used by his you know the, the opponents or whatever by cobra kai and generally speaking daniel has been pretty irrational this whole yeah. season so it also feels kind of in line because he's created this rift with johnny uh seeing that his daughter his one shot at having a miyagi-do champion or well no that's not that's not fair uh because hawk's there now um, yeah but his his main like representation of himself because he sees himself in his daughter much more than he does in anthony taking sure. on the cobra kai or what he sees as cobra kai behavior while seeing the cobra kai people with the evil intent taking on the miyagi do uh moves yeah. he must be feeling like oh no one is using the miyagi do uh techniques correctly or like all of well, the important background to it is being lost now i'm not saying he's right he is completely wrong yeah. and in a way it's a little bit forced because it's kind of setting him up for where we're going to be with him in the next episode and that yeah. uh but i'm also like it's completely in line with him just going oh i've seen terry silver so now we're gonna stop teaching eagle fang and only teach miyagi-do to my students I think everything you said is absolutely correct. I guess, and, and I don't even have a problem with that. 
my main issue is how would he even look at what she did and be like that's eagle fang you know like <laughs> i don't like the when they show the the wax on wax off stuff you can easily say like oh okay they're using miyagi doll but all she did is she like kicked her and she punched her like do, do they not do kicks or punches in miyagi doll jim what he what what she did was badass they don't do anything yeah, badass um yeah. Actually, I don't have it. I don't have like the video in front of me, but I feel like yeah. maybe even like the music changes to more Eagle Fang type music. And then he's like, yeah. what's that? I can hear that music change. Like, That's you true. know, yeah. <laughs> it might not be as concrete, but yeah, no, she's, she's quite aggressive. There's some kicks to the faces, but that's how he fucking won his tournament as well. You know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Yeah. But no, I mean, I get what they're going for and I it does all make sense. I guess yeah, she does give her like a roundhouse kick right to the face. She like flips her and like throws her on the ground and like punches her while she's down. But again, I don't know. I it, it I guess it's it's my complaint is more so there wasn't enough there's not enough trademarks moves for the other dojos to really sell it where it's very easy to sell miyagi doe because also i mean we can cut to the moments and on one little footnote on that i love that we're seeing like you know you're seeing wax on wax off you're seeing fucking the drummer uh karate kid to the drummer sway your hands and yeah. then they throw in the oh no the lift the car like no remember the lift the car from cobra kai it's that's like, the first right. one that's the first one as well. And I was like, what is this flashback? Because <laughs> it's not one of the well-known moves. But uh, yeah, I guess he did the lift the car. <laughs> I mean, they should be busting out the one-handed. Remember the one-handed spin kick that Robbie learned uh, from season one? All of a sudden, everyone's doing that shit. Everyone's balancing on one hand, doing flip spins. That would be great. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we kind of skipped over it as well, but between these two bits, we have Daniel actually going to talk to Robbie, um, and he says, you know, you wanted to win so bad you gave away all the Miyagi-Do secrets or whatever, mm -hmm. um, and Robbie says this thing that I feel like it's in, I don't know, like a trailer or whatever, or yes. I, I, yeah, where he talks about like everyone thinking that their way is the right way uh and yeah it doesn't matter which way you fight as long as it works and i think that's kind of an interesting statement for the whole season like that's kind of part of what we've been seeing happening um and it, it, but he also says he'll use whatever it takes to to win whereas daniel yeah. is more like what what is his line exactly he talks about well he says um, let me give you yeah another miyagi Do secret that you can share with your friends never put passion in front of principle which I don't know if it quite makes sense for Daniel to say that, that say this here. Um, I kind of, I guess I kind of get what he's getting at, but like, I don't know. I feel like he's always putting like karate in front of everything. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I think it makes sense. Um, but I feel like maybe there's a different wording to to kind of really nail down what he's saying here because we get that what he's saying is yeah. the outcome as in winning isn't like if you change yourself into something you don't like to win that's not a real win um, and if you're and that's passion i guess is wanting to get to something if you're yeah. doing driving towards that in instead of standing fast by solid principles it's not gonna work out great for you and this is obviously like Robbie's arc because it's interesting because I think what Robbie's saying is right 
uh, what Daniel's saying is also kind of right. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll we'll get into it as uh, Robbie beats up a child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, because yeah, he also does say because yeah, even if you win, uh, you lose. Which yeah, I mean, it makes sense. He's like because it basically that victory is not going to be what you think it is. And also, he, he does pose the question, which Robbie doesn't really answer. Like, so what is this all about? Is this, are you getting back at your dad? Are you getting back at me? Are you angry at the world? Which, I mean, probably all of the above. But I, I do think that he's kind of right in in feeling that way. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll see how that plays out for Robbie and how that works. But also, I mean, Daniel, maybe you should learn a little bit from from some of the stuff you're saying as well. Yeah, I mean, he was the one breaking his son's iPad and talking about don't get, don't <laughs> let passion be the thing that guides you. <laughs> but uh, I, I do think it, it works like when you boil it down, but it's not necessarily uh, super clear what's happening in the moment. Um, as far as Hawk, we also have, or Eli, we have him uh, progressing in the tournament. He doesn't really know who I he love, is anymore. Uh, well, yeah. before that, I just love how excited he is for Dimitri, by the way. I think it's yeah. a quick moment, but it's really cool um, that he's so psyched. Because that this as he's like cheering on Dimitri is when Kyler shows up. Uh, yeah. And I, another small footnote, it's like they reminded me that he has a cleft palate because you don't really even see it anymore. <laughs> like even without the uh, the mohawk or anything like that. It's like I was like, oh, yeah, do they even bother putting the makeup on his lip anymore to make it look like he has a lip? Uh, but he does. It's still there. You have to look real close. No, honestly, I was like, did he canonically have surgery or something? Because I <laughs> yeah. don't like even in a close up. I'm like, huh? And if he had had that, it would the insult would make even more sense because they're kind of like you can change your outward appearance, yeah. but you're always gonna be lip or whatever. But no, he hasn't. It's just <laughs> I don't think so. He just had a big mohawk yeah. and then that went away and also magically, just like Miguel's asthma, it yeah. never came up again. Uh, <laughs> but he's still obviously feeling a bit shit. He was I mean, he was essentially tortured or at least uh, badly bullied, uh, held down, and they shaved his head, which is a fucked up thing anyway, outside uh -huh. of this whole context. So, of course, he's taking a bit of a hit. Um, but, yeah, he just says to Moon, who walks up, that he doesn't know who he is anymore. Uh, and she kisses him to give his confidence back. Um, and then he says he's going to win this whole fucking thing. So, yeah, that's cool. it's a they don't have a lot of f bombs in this show, but it's a it's a great use of an f bomb yeah. here because it's it's a great moment for him. And again, like I don't have any problems with what hap how his story is. And I know we've said this many times, and I'm sure we'll talk about it again in the next episode. I just wish there was more build up for it, but it's still a great moment when he's like, "I'm the guy who's gonna fucking win this thing." That's awesome. Yeah. Uh for sure. And he said that Daniel should have been like, hey, thought that way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, he he quickly wins the fight against it's Kyler, right? Um, yeah. And that's great. And then Miguel's grandmother is there and is high, I guess, is another thing <laughs> that is just there. Yeah. We don't see her smoking or anything, but she's like, I've got the munchies. And I'm yeah, like, there's a bizarre, yeah, a bizarre cutaway where she's like, like, what are you eating or something? He's like, oh, I got the munchies. And then it just cuts back. Yeah, bit of comic and, 
you know, we're not going to get into spoilers, but it's like it's very telling when Sam has to have this moment here. This is a moment you think you would happen in the finals. You know what I mean? But the fact that it's not happening in the finals is very telling to me. But I guess we'll see how it plays out. Do you mean the whole fight? Um or which which moment yeah, this exactly. is her fight. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Her fight here with um I'm Piper. Moon's ex girlfriend. Yes. yes. <laughs> because it's like she's having this moment where it's like she's realizing the 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 you know, she can learn from both of them. This is kind of the culmination of some of the stuff she's been dealing with all season. Uh it's also great when she does win and and Johnny gives out that yes, like like he gets excited as well. Like it's it's so cool stuff, but I'm like, hmm, shouldn't this be happening against Tori? You think this happening against Tori? I wonder. Yeah, I was just rewatching a clip of it there, and it's like, it's just karate man. Like <laughs> she, she didn't do anything bad, but yeah, I guess Daniel's just being Daniel. Um, yeah. And I guess in a sense, maybe seeing how, I think in his eyes, all of the Eagle Fang stuff that she's been learning is why she's also kind of behaving differently and kind True. of talking back a bit more seeing that link whereas it's probably the other way around she is wanting to branch out anyway be her own person and that's why eagle fang is a good fit for her but to him it's like eagle fang is the reason that things are not good in general <laughs> you know think about it that way that does make more sense because yeah she's definitely been more at odds with daniel because she's trying to be her own person and he would totally just blame it on eagle fang yeah yeah and then uh, Robbie beats up, uh, what's his? What's Kenny. The, uh, Kenny. Kenny. Kenny gets beaten up. Now they have a chummy moment. And then <laughs> Kreese is, and he gets a point, and Kreese is like, what the yeah. fuck? What the like, fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's basically like, what the fuck? And uh, yeah, to be, to be fair, he let him score that point very easily. So uh, then Robbie goes like Terminator. Um, yes. Terminator mode and very crease and uh, fucks him up, like beats him. Uh, but yeah, that's but that. it's it, it. But this also gives me the thing that I kind of would have I'm saying should have happened. It should have been to this extent with Sam. But like mm. his first and second point, like there's a nice gradual build with Robbie here where, yeah, he's kind of he's, he's definitely holding back initially and he kind of gives away a point. And Kreese is like, no, we're not even going to risk this here. Like, if he's just going to be too nice to this kid. And Kenny's obviously done amazing for his first year. But uh, we can't risk him being in the finals. But then there's a nice build where Robbie goes from just kind of fighting back to actually showing off to then essentially just hurting his friend. So you see the build up and it makes more sense. But it is funny how the whole audience is like kind of knows like those guys are friends was happening i guess it's because it's like a fucking much bigger kid kicking a little kid in the fucking face <laughs> yeah well they didn't have a problem with it when it was bert uh yeah so, <laughs> so fuck him yeah, <laughs> um yeah and i mean we have a little bit more here obviously leading up to uh, uh the fight between between eli and and miguel which is you know, would be an interesting fight if we saw it play out, uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, a bit of a bit of chatting. Uh, Daniel talks to Miguel, and obviously they're on good terms. I, I, it's so interesting how he's like, oh, 
uh, Johnny's a bad influence on my daughter. Stay away from her. But also, I'm going to be a big influence on Miguel still. And that's kind of what um, basically happens after he gives him a little pep talk because he sees Miguel using his moves. And then uh, Johnny comes over and they're basically like, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, you're turning Sam into someone who can't control your anger, her anger. And then he thinks he turned Miguel into someone who starts to fight and then runs away, like with the whole sprinkler situation and all of that. So they're they're at odds. It's the penultimate episode. They're at odds. Yeah, they're going to yeah, be at odds. They're still at odds, and yeah, they're and they're also yeah jealous of each other's potential relationship with their star pupils and, and or daughter or whatever. So yeah, stay away from Miguel. Stay away from Sam. And then we get into yeah the semifinals here. Um, and I mean, I guess they've been kind of holding. This like then this has been like a build. Like there's always like, oh, what would go down with uh with Miguel versus Eli? And it's like almost we're about to see it. Although I guess even before that, we do have Johnny's moment where yeah, he talks to Miguel and this is very important. Up. Yeah, he yeah. fucks up again. Another boneheaded uh moment. Although it's, it's still a little weird, like I get it's I mean, I guess it's because this isn't the breaking. This is only the breaking point. This isn't the cause here when he's like, take his ass out. Cause it's kind of, it's fairly innocent way. We, we know how Johnny Lawrence talks. He doesn't mean literally go kill your friend, but it's like, Hey, we're in a match here. This is important. Go take his ass out. But I guess it's not just that it's things have been building. And it was almost like whatever the next thing Johnny kind of did was going to kind of set Miguel off a little bit more uh because yeah he's like what do you mean that's my friend and that's when it goes you know he picked a side uh he's with LaRusso whose side are you on and then you know Miguel hits him with the uh well he says yours and then he's like well whose side are you on and he's like oh you always so you know not great between Miguel and Johnny right now and this is um this is where Johnny picks up that something's off I think because yeah as yeah. you're saying, it's like what he's saying is pretty basic for him. Like, yeah, like he would say the same no matter who it was. Like, yeah, it's your friend, yeah. but like, I'm just telling you, win the fight. Like, you want you want to win the fight, right? Um, but the Miguel who does question Johnny, rightly so. Like, he is like, that's not how you use Facebook. You know, let me help you with your computer and your life, which is a fucking mess. You know, he does those things, but he doesn't, like, outright say, like, I question where your heart's at. And because he knows at this point, well, what he thinks at this point is that Johnny doesn't really care about me. He He's only playing pretend because yeah. of everything he fucked up with Robbie. Um, so he hits him back with the whose side are you on? And that's where Johnny, yeah, he says like yours always, but like he's, yeah. I think he's shocked by that. And he's like, wait, what do we need to talk about this? Like, and he's not very emotionally intelligent anyway. Like it'll take him a bit to work up to it, but he's just like, he's more, more or less immediately like, yeah, I'm on your side. I'm always on your side, but, but they don't have time to get into it and they really need to get into it. And this couldn't be uh, a worse time for it because yeah, they're, they're about to do a big fight. And beyond that, we have uh, Miguel trying to do his impressive big spin kick and we get a montage there as well. Flashback. We actually even have him fighting the person he was fighting in his dream. So we can pause it and check what was the actual <laughs> dojo. Um, yeah. But of course there's a, a, a scary crunch Honestly, at this point, seeing uh, Johnny help him walk again, it's like, oh, yeah, fuck. That was just last season. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that yeah. long ago. 
Um, but yeah, there's a crunch and he falls to the ground and shouts out for, for Sensei. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah. Which it's pretty cheap. <laughs> what? You, no, it yeah. is what they, it is what it is. You know, we're setting up the finale here. Uh, you know, we need that Netflix algorithm to keep you to watch the next episode. Um, but I did, I mean, when I first watched this, I, I did like Yelp out loud. I was like, what? Like it really, it did catch me. It did. I mean, I was already staying up all night to watch every episode anyways, but uh, it did really get me in the moment. For me, I, uh, I was surprised. I thought it was a good move because Miguel, like, it's not going to be about winning for him. You know, yeah. he's he's the reigning champion and all of the stuff going on outside of karate and everyone telling him, oh, like, you're the champion. This is your whole identity. This is what matters. Uh, whereas he's it, he's starting to feel more like he's kind of a pawn in this whole game being moved around and like, yeah, we need you to win. But for the sake of us, not for you, um, like is what it seems to be coming out of Johnny. Right. Because. He's already won once before, you know, he obviously he would like to win, but he's the one person who throughout the season, when everyone's like, we're going to do this and that is like grounding everything a little bit and going like, yeah, but maybe we could have a night where we don't talk about karate, maybe like, and just (laughs) have a cool, nice life. And I can be into things that aren't karate. Um, But I think he's, you know, it, it would definitely have been interesting to see some of these fights play out, but it's also like, he couldn't walk not that long ago. Um, and it just makes sense more that he's going to have karate, uh, at least for the moment, stripped away. Yes. No, absolutely. Uh, and I did pull it up from the, from the scene here. Um, it, they have it mirrored. So like for that quick shot, when you see the kid getting kicked, they must have you know needed him on the right side. But it's uh, Yoshukai karate which is uh uses a number of okinawan weapons which were originally farm tools converted into def- defensive implements i guess it's a real okinawan version of karate from what i'm seeing here i think we talked about this before yes this sounds yeah. familiar this sounds yeah familiar. so that is what's on the from from uh miguel's like coma fight that he was in and i guess it, what what's like obviously outside of tournament is he going to win? Should he win? And kind of what you piggybacking off what you were already saying is like the whole, one of the whole reasons Miguel got better was because yes, sensei was there for him and brought him out of it. And now that he's losing that, it ties right back into his injury. And now he's back on the mat again and he needs his fucking sensei and stupid Johnny. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, Good cliffhanger uh, for the final episode. You said it felt kind of cheap, though. Maybe we'll get into that next time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this kind of leads us into the last episode of the season. Um, So obviously, if you have any thoughts on the finale or the season as a whole, do send them into showswhatyouknowshow at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us. That's at showswhatyouknow, the letter U. Um, and you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Those are very much appreciated as always. Uh, any closing thoughts, Jim? Uh, yeah, just about one more thing here. What's that? Strike first. Strike hard. No, no mercy. mercy. <laughs> <laughs>